It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anyway, with Phil Brooks, I'm His trying to... His name is not Phil Brooks, it's CM Punk. How many times do I have to repeat this to you? I'm sick and tired. What the hell's that? I don't know. I think somebody's hit the door. Hey, you can't even film stuff without people knocking. Nah, well, you know, that's the way the world. Who is it? But don't start personally insulting me. Don't start personally insulting me. Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast. Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV, straight out of Ron Conkama, Long Island. At the board is our fill-in producer, what? Jeff Rumplick. Jeff, what's up, Jeff? First time handling probably wait, the most wait, wait. popular does pro Jeff, wrestler. Does Jeff speak? Jeff, let's speak? bring let's bring your seats to an upright position. Let's oh hold. My God. Let's Is hold on to the wine glasses and let's have ourselves a good show, guys. I see your tray tables up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Now you got the power plant guy advising us. This is bad. The power plant guy. I, I, I'm serious. He's serious stuff. 
Next. We are on the last leg of the Monty DeFaro Marathon where we have combined the super agent, Eric okay. Sims, along with your partner, Bart Griggs. Who's on the phone? What is that? I hear other voices. And then really the super most... Super agent, turn your phone the off. The most important anyway. part of that cast is... Superstar pro wrestling. That's right. Superstar pro wrestling That's right. trainer. The guru. Overall guru. That's, That's right. right. There'd be Buddy no Goldberg without this man, Buddy Lee Parker. That's right. And thank you for Goldberg, by the way. Thank you. Despite You're all the welcome. bitching that these internet bitches do, thank you for Goldberg. Thank but anyway, Kit, Tim Considine, who played Mike Douglas on Fred McMurray's oldest what? son on... Five seasons of the sitcom what? My Three Sons. You remember My Three I, Sons? Of course, right? Fred McMurray. He died today at 81 years old. Which son died? The oldest. How much of a part did he have? I don't even remember. You him. don't remember My Three Sons? I remember My Three Sons. He had three sons. I'm right? having you a hard the time. Youngest, the middle, and the oldest. There was Ernie and He's Chip the oldest. And, 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 and Mike. I don't remember Mike too well. Why do I not remember Mike too well? Because you've been drinking he too must much have, wine. No, it's not because I've been drinking too much wine. He was probably the, the neutral character. I remember Chip and Uncle, er, uh, Uncle and Bub. But you forget Mike. I forgot Mike. Yeah. Oh, Maybe Mike was Jan. How the fuck do I know? Next. <laughs> Go ahead. What else you got? What other ridiculous Anyone in the note? That is the star of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Three Jimmy. bottles in. What's up, folks? Three this bottles in. Me. And we've had three interviews yeah. with... Yes. Pro wrestlers interview Jimmy Farrow. <laughs> That's what we got. Is that what this A full is day of pro wrestlers interviewing yeah, Jimmy Buddy Lee, it. guess what you have to do. You get to interview yeah, Jimmy Farrow. He okay. He Let's go for you it. You see how he's all for it? You see that? You see that? <laughs> he and doesn't look at know all the positive comments. You know? I'd like to thank, <laughs> I'd like to thank the band that sings the theme song uh, for Monty uh, DeFaro, uh, our own Jimmy Farrow, along with his partner. What? He's on the couch. His name is... Man. Make the band Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind. Here Jeff, get the a shot on the couch, will you? You can find their music on the Wisteria <laughs> Hall YouTube page. You Please I'm in hit the, the like and the subscribe. Couch. Yeah, yeah. The Spotify, the <laughs> Apple Music, and Reverb Nation. That's if you didn't know are. it, you are watching Subscribe and tune number in. one pro wrestler yeah. broadcast, Monty DeFaro. Catch us on the Monty DeFaro YouTube page. The Monty DeFaro Facebook Live page of Monty DeFaro. Oh, well, hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, That's right. Anchor. That's right. Catch us on the Monty DeFaro Twitch TV page. And if yeah. you're lucky enough to live in New York, catch us on 115, where 83,000 people watch us daily. 83,000. At Tuesday at 9.30 or Saturday at 11.30. Again, signing it live along... We'll have the reduced version of it's, Buddy Lee Parker. It's condensed and abbreviated. Continue. And Channel 20, Tuesday at 1 a.m. I hate that. I don't want to diss my audience. All the work we put in. It's we, reduced. And we want to thank Ugh. Amazon Music for putting on the Monty <laughs> Nefaro show. Yeah. What did you think about the three interviews? You had Fan- Outback Jack, Kevin Fantastic. Sullivan, Fantastic. and Max Payne. Honestly, it exceeded my alcoholic expectations. But maybe it's because I've hit Max, the alcohol. Max had a lot of great stories. Max was awesome. It Outback nice Jack if was we awesome. Heard him. Yeah. What do you mean, heard him? Why? What happened? Well, we're listening to your life story. Which <laughs> is that? What happened? You know, you're embellishing. Wait right till now. you watch. You it. drunken bastard. Wait till you're you watch embellishing. It. That guy was about to tell us how he hated Shawn Michaels, how he hated this, what this. Yeah, but don't this. you but see what I did? About you. Don't you see what I did? We got lots of golden nuggets, and now there's going to be a part two. We left the audience <laughs> wanting more. That's yeah. what Vince does. That's what Monty and the Pharaoh do. We'll, Quit bitching we'll, and move on. We'll be right back with oh, this guy. Lead guitarist him. for Wisteria Hall. Oh, there you go. 
There you super go. agent. A Eric regular Sims. Bob Dylan. A regular super agent. Absolutely. And the man that oh, makes please, please. superstars. Please. The prototype, superstar in himself, by the way. The prototype for what they do in NXT when they give all this credit to the trainers, the prototype is sitting Catch right us here. soon as Buddy Lee Parker interviews Jimmy Farrow. We'll be right back after this interview. <laughs> See you in a second. But enough about me. Why don't you girls talk about me for a while? Later. <laughs> you need a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto Excellence. Collision Specialist. 631-261-6420. That's 631-261-6420. Auto Excellence. That's right, folks. Canine Corral for all your dog daycare and overnight care. Call 631-549-1544. That's 631-549-1544. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV, where we're welcoming a trio of Bart Riggs from the famous band Wisteria Hall, Super Agent Eric Sims, and the icon, Buddy Lee Parker. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So... Buddy, how was the signing in New York? When's the last time you've been in New York? Uh, well, was, I guess I was still wrestling now. So, yeah, it's been a minute. So, uh, but it went good. And uh, we had a uh, training session the night before. Uh, we had like, what, how many people? About 15 people. About 15 people. Uh, really excited to get excited again about wrestling. They were straightforward. They wanted to learn. They wouldn't, they were humble. They were everything you want in a student. So, uh, you know, uh, we had an 18-year-old girl there, and she had more fire than the guys that did. Mm-hmm. I did the first thing I told her, I'm glad she's not my daughter because I'd be killing somebody. So, <laughs> uh, But, uh, yeah, they, they really stepped at the plate. Everything I showed them, they, I mean, it got me excited about wrestling again. And uh, so uh, it, this sh- this whole Thing to New York and everything has been great. Uh, I wish, uh, you know, I wish there had been more people there, you know, because I really got excited. I started taking bumps in the ring and all kinds of stuff. So, uh, yeah. I, I really mean, how does, how does it feel that all these fans, after all these years, love and endure you, you know, and they, and they want to be part of your life? I, well, I don't know. If they went through the power plant, they didn't endure me at all. Uh, I've been cussed out so many times, I can't tell you, but uh, it's cool. You know, I, I'm just glad I was able to make an imprint on the wrestling business. I was glad that the guys I trained got the shot that they got to get to the wrestling business, you know. Right. And that's what a trainer you really want to see. You want to see them succeed in what they do. So, uh, you know, and if you talk to me on the damn phone, by the way, and I told you absolutely everything we're going to do at the power plant, and you showed up not in shape, that was your fucking fault, right. not mine. Uh, even Bret Hart blames me for him getting concussion syndrome from Bill Goldberg getting kicked in the ring. And I'm like, 
You're from the dungeon, man. You got a 289-man-pound guy getting the biggest push that anybody ever got, even over top of Hulk Hogan. And you don't know you get your hand up? Shit, mm-hmm. that's your fault. So, so I, you mm. know, I never heard that. He's actually blaming you I've for said the I didn't put enough yeah. uh, emphasis on protecting your partner. Dude, I mean, come on, really. Do you I'm, get pissed when you hear the, the thing said about Bill Goldberg, the wrestler? Did, you were his trainer. Yeah. Do you, do you get pissed about that? Like, you know, is Bill Goldberg a bad or an unsafe in-ring opponent, in no, your opinion? absolutely not. All right. I mean, I hell, I was the one that came up with the jackhammer, nice. and, and a lot of his nice. moves. But and you know his input and his stuff with martial arts and stuff really come in handy that made him different, and the way they gave him, uh, gave him his ring entrance and stuff that was different. That's right. never been done before. Right. Is it is it a myth that you know Bill Goldberg doesn't love this business because we no hear he this loves stuff. the business man. Okay. I, I had. Uh, Probably 30 dark matches with him before mm-hmm. you ever saw him on TV mm-hmm. uh, with, uh, um, what is his name? Bill DeMont. Mm. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So, Hugh Morris. And I had him doing shit that he, I knew he would never do. Because you got Eric Bischoff looking at monitor, and he's thinking about what, how much money do I want to put into this guy? And sometimes, yes, the fans, y'all are great. But I got to tell you the truth. If you're telling, trying to sell somebody to a person that's going to make a decision where a guy gets a push or not, uh, you 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 just you don't think about the fans. I mean, you're really trying to pr- produce something on TV that makes them excited and want to put money into that person and make them who they are. So uh, fans, y'all are very important. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you're not. And I appreciate everything over the years and any support you may have ever gave me. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, truly, you, you got to sell it to the Eric Bischoff. you got to sell it to him. And I had him doing shit I knew he would never do. He'd back me in the ropes. I'd do a carnage hike on him, shove him. Then he'd do a backhand spring land on his feet and spear me coming out of the corner. I knew he'd never do it. But I was selling it to the monitor, selling him to right. the people in charge. Right. Right. Is he your star pupil at the end of the day? Well, Is he the I one trained you're most him. proud of that you trained? Yeah, that- probably. But I've trained Big Show. I've trained DDP. Uh, right. I uh, worked in the ring with uh, Triple H. Uh, I, there's probably 80 to 90 guys if you go on the Power Plant website. In yeah. fact, I've got inducted in the uh, Power Plant Hall of Fame this year. Uh Excellent. Uh, okay. Over at the thing, I saw Asia. I trained her as well. Right. Would Even chose they didn't decide to use her in the role that she was capable to do. You right. know, they right. put her in that cheesy role. Uh, right. She could run up the damn ropes and do a backflip and land on her feet behind you. You know. And, so she was a more agile version of China. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was. Well, that's why they named her Asia. Right? Yeah, China or Asia. Right. Right. It is a playoff. Did you? Did you know Goldberg was gold, or were you like, ah, I knew him, I knew he was after the first week. Really? After yes. the first week? After the first That's week. pretty quickly. Because so, he did squats and stuff, too. People don't think he just was handed nothing. Right. I mean, he went through his way of squats. But did you see the whole package right away? Like, this guy's going to be a steamroller, and he's no, like, no. And it is, you know, he developed his own kind of personality. So he... Worked with himself. Yes, he taped everything okay. every day in the power plant. Okay, and then he take it home and watch it. 
religiously mm-hmm. and see what looked good, what didn't look good. Uh, you know, freaking, you got to give him his due, man. Right. I know a lot of people right. are ditching him right now. Oh, most and, people. And saying that he don't deserve the money he's getting and all that bullshit. But mm-hmm. truth and reality, he earned his shit. He's still a believable ass kicker. Oh, yeah. Yes. So yeah. did Bischoff ever, like, did he reach out to you and say, okay, who's in the plant? Who do you think is going to be a yeah, future star? Yeah, type they come down and visit and So all they that. would ask for your pre- opinion with validity. They would. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. You have a lot. You've got tremendous. Like you made some really great stars in the industry, but you had some misses too. One I've read about is Batista, for example. Well, Batista, the best thing I did was run him off from the fire plant because WCW at that time had no farm system, no nothing. And yes, I made him wipe his throw up and put his fucking shirt on. What a big deal! Uh, and, and if he's still blaming me for that, he's a pussy. Uh, but uh, you know. Uh, that's the best thing that ever happened to him. Now look where he's at now. Yeah, sure. You know, were you I'm surprised? Not... Were you surprised by his? He's a he's a Hall of Famer. Eventually, you know, at one point. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Batista turned out to be pretty great. Yeah, I he mean... turned out to be great. He's a great actor, you know, mm-hmm. and Did stuff. Did it surprise you? And or... when he came down to me, he was bouncing in a tea club for right. hundred dollars a night. He's just a dude, ba- right? Yeah. I got you. So, uh, I got you. so you know, without him. Getting thrown out of somewhere, I knew I, I basically knew we were gonna make it at WCW because I had to wrestle. Right. He couldn't fucking wrestle. So you right. had to find. He's like, right. hey, this guy's an entertainer. Let's. Well, to every night I went home from the power plant, I would analyze my own shit. Say, well, has this guy got potential, or has he got? Is he gonna be too far down the road, or is he gonna develop quicker? Is he gonna do whatever? So I put myself through hell, you know, trying to figure out who could do what. And uh, so, anyway, I think that was the best thing that ever happened for him because Vince took the time to develop him, and uh, and which WCW wasn't going to do. I'll be honest with you. Uh, they were looking for stars right then. They, sure. They're not looking to develop. Sure. Was there people, ever... But Mike Sanders and, and Kiwi and all right. them. That, Kiwi. And, oh, my uh, God. Was there ever yeah. a wrestler so, that you thought was like, this guy is going to be a star, and they but told you, some way they eh. just wouldn't wouldn't push him? No. I, you know, I honestly got great feedback. That's uh, great. Uh, right. They didn't censor me any kind of way. Uh, in fact, uh, before we moved over to the main office, they uh, – we was in another building and had no AC, no nothing, you know, which didn't bother me at that time. Because uh, I did all the squats with the guys. I mean, I literally did all the squats with the guys. And you lead by example, right? I mean, that's the way I always believed and, sure. and stuff. But, Especially uh, if you're in charge of training, absolutely. Yeah, and I wouldn't put in that position. I earned that position. Were you disappointed when they offered you the training position? Because I'm sure you aspired to be a world heavyweight champion. No, I just like... developed in that position. I okay. didn't. I wasn't given that position. Right. I, I just mean... had to earn it. Right. You know, and back in the day, you had to earn every fucking thing you did. You know. Sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, you had to earn the respect of the, your veterans. You had to earn the respect of, you know, uh, everybody. Mm. You know, and uh, you know, and at the. Uh, I mean, halfway through, I was calling matches to the top guys. And Nick Patrick don't get his due because I've seen the guys uh, screw Jen. up and Nick get them right back on track. The referee. The referee. Yeah. Talk get to back us, in say, line. Hey, look, this you, is the deal. You're fucking wow. up. 
You know, wow. you need to you need to so do this. Referee, grab a hold. Grab referee, a hold. The referee's role in professional wrestling matches are incredibly underestimated by the viewing audience. Exactly. True? Interesting. Exactly. Nick Patrick's pulling it all back together, Mike. Well, to your wow. left. Well, to your right, I guess is uh, to, super. To Buddy Lee's super right. Agent. Eric oh. Sims. Eric, welcome back. Thank you. How was the big event? Big event was good. Had fun. Yeah. Different venue. How, how was the vibe? Um, I liked it. We were all at the terrace at the park, so we were all at the top of it. And there's a you know, cool view of, like, Queens and... Um, uh, so you're like JBL the, staring down at the Hammerstein during that ECW paper. Yeah, okay. was, you're looking at the oh. tennis stadium and, and that city field and stuff. It was a, nice. It so was, the fans out there, right? Cool. You got the great buddy Lee with you, yeah. uh, but you also supposed to bring Dutch Mantel in. They want to know what happened to Dutch Mantel. Yeah, what's up? Uh, due to a family emergency, I don't want to. I, I, I don't want to get into it, but right, I got, you don't I got, want. To I don't want to give the details of it because I, I don't know if they, sure. they want it public or not. Sure. But the. Um, <clears throat> I got a text from him that uh, he was due to come in on Friday. So uh, Friday, like uh, yesterday. Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Yes. And I got a text Thursday night, Friday morning, twelve thirty in the morning. Well, was it Thursday night, or Friday morning? Huh? Was it Thursday night or Friday morning? Twelve thirty-six a.m. Well, that'd be Friday. Morning. That's Friday okay. morning. The day so, of the flight. The right. The day of the flight. Right. right. Uh, that the the the, the so called family emergency happened, and that he would not be com- so cool. He, he would not be com- coming. So, uh, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with the family, and I hope uh, you know. I hope it turns out uh, well. To- totally you know? understand. And I could say he's so called prayers. I would say to Dutch Mantel also, please play the New York Lottery on Saturday. There's a good possibility you might hit forty million dollars, considering. The well, I'm gonna go buy me a ticket before I leave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look! You know what? Uh, I mean, the odds. I are. love Dutch Mantel. I'm, a, I'm all about freak. odds. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dutch well, Mantel, please yeah. play. I think it's eighty million dollars this you year. This month, right? What do you think? Hey. I wonder well, what how the much they take. In England. <laughs> what, what's that? How much do they take after you win? <laughs> like sixty percent or something? Too much. Whatever Eric t- Sims oh. takes. <laughs> what? <laughs> But you gotta you gotta check his meal, so relax yourself. I mean, jeez. Sorry, hey, look, Eric. You know, Eric struggled. Poor Eric. It what happens. the fuck? It happens. And you know, right. okay. Let's let, okay. So I, I booked the legends, the old timers of professional wrestling. The, 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 the Are key, you calling the, Buddy old? The, the key, Buddy's the key, not an old the key, timer. The key, the key, Am I talking or what? <laughs> is that what you just said? Me, an old timer? Yeah, I, I, don't, I booked the old timers. What you the old timers. I got old timers. Old timers. I We're here with the Alzheimer's. I did what you know I had old timers. Eric, not to interrupt you, but I got to be honest, you're not that old, buddy, because. I went in to get some autographs, and oh, I guess no. Buddy misunderstood what I was saying. He came in. I thought he was going to beat my ass. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm eating a sandwich. So you're not that old. You scared the shit out of me, so I'll tell you that right <laughs> Sorry now. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, I, I just had to get it straight in my head. You know, what the hell is going on? I did a power play and twist you at the bookends. All right, Buddy, don't get on Eric's. It's Eric's time. So like I was saying, so, uh, Eric's my, my, my niche is booking like the old timers yeah, and this sure. and that. And, you know, some of them are just... They're they're up there. Yeah. So right. it, you run the risk of having them of them having health issues. Right. It's rare, but it, it happens. Okay. And they and they can't they can't make. I think the, you add that to the day of the event. <laughs> Boy, the odds are incredible. I'm just thrown out. Somebody's pushing. 
Pussy I just, look, shit happens, shit happens. Yeah, like shit the puppet sticker says, happens. shit happens. And give Eric a break. He's dealing with this shit Eric, all the this time. And Eric, this is your fault. All the fucking it's time he's dealing fault. with this. Hey. Anyway. Anyway. And you know what, Eric? What should, are the odds that I get a call Eric, you should leave. Show, you should leave your phone off until they're supposed to show up. This way they can't say they told you in advance. Just be like, where the fuck are you? Hey, at least anyway. he wasn't like Jamie who just didn't call you at all. Hey, the fuck? I got a baby. Like I got who? A baby. I got a baby face the situation. Hey, buddy, yeah, I think that's, that's a, true. Buddy, I think you might be with the wrong age. Because, because, <laughs> what you because Johnny didn't get another one real quick. Or what? Because, because God forbid he's uh, actually telling the truth. You know, what do you, you know, think the odds are? For the family. What do you think the odds are? I'm willing to bet no. But hey, who am I, I still I? like you, Dutch. God, maybe the third time's the charm. Give us a call. I give up. What By the you, way, if you're missing I, Dutch Mantel, he'll be on that guy from England's podcast tomorrow. Hello, so, mate. So, let's okay. talk dirty diapers. To your right is up, the up, one half of uh, your band uh, member, uh, the great Bart uh, Griggs from Worcester Hall. Bart, Bart how man. are you, buddy? Well, I think I'm doing pretty well. I'm glad to be here. I'm really happy to be here. In fact, um feel bad about the Dutch. Maybe if he gets a note from his doctor, <laughs> is that going to work? <laughs> You know, like possibly. you know, possibly. That's pretty good, Bart. We'll have to give it to the school principal. But, you know. Sick, but you hey. know, or has, yeah. the, has yeah. the has the health issue going on? Yeah, but, but uh, maybe Eric yeah. will get the doctor's note first and pass it on to you with Bart, a so photocopy. Tell me so. what's going on with yeah. Wisteria Hall, my friend. What is going on? You know, Go ahead, Bart. You know, we're enjoying the music that we made. We have like some songs that we're going to record. Uh, you know, we usually when we start recording, we don't stop, so we get on a roll. We have some that we're going to finish. Really like that, you guys. The people listen to the show. They have a lot of good things to say about the music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Mr. Atlas likes his theme song. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, Monty and the Pharaoh, um, you know, get on board. If you're not already on board, get on board. Yeah. This is where it's at. By the way, Max was talking to your partner here, Jimmy, and uh, he might want to collaborate in yeah. some music Max with you. Yeah, Max is talking about the music. Complete right. honor. You know, we, and we got to play with Coco. He's a great guy. Here. Yeah. Mac, you know? Yeah. Man, He's Mount a great Rock, guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, we jam with we jam with uh, Coco thanks to uh, Michael's uh, you know yes, expertise. Mike, Mike's been really good, you yeah. Know, as far as uh, and JJ us out McGuire. there. How you doing out there, JJ? Give me a buzz. JJ. So, yeah, buddy, dark side of the ring. Uh oh, Chris Canyon. Oh, was your partner. Uh oh. Uh well, he wasn't exactly my partner. Well, he was a they, tag team partner. I don't. Well, mean that that's partner. what they said, but he never was. Listen, really. just for okay. the record, I but think he I was had some massively great matches talented. With him. Massively, Canyon was massively talented. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can't take nothing away from his talent. Did you see the demons early on? Uh, no, I did. Uh, I ran a show for a buddy of mine had cancer at Tabernacle in Atlanta. And he was there, and then he had his uh, film crew there filming everything he did. So... Uh, I prefer not to even talk about him, but uh, uh, he definitely had some issues, you know, skeletons in the closet and all he that. He seems stuff. to trouble you, if I'm not. Well, yeah, it, it does. You know, when you go, you get to know somebody, right? And then you see them go through that kind of process. Okay. If you're not human, there's no way you can't bother you. You know, right. like one so week we lost Paul Orndorff. Okay. We lost. Uh, uh, Jody Hamilton, right. and uh, we lost uh, somebody else. I can't remember all in one week. 
you yeah. know? Yeah. And I'll be honest, I quit going to funerals. <laughs> right. I I didn't go to Dusty's. I hate I didn't go. Right. Uh, but I felt like it was going to be a circus anyway with you, WWE. Oh, so you're saying and you did WC. not go to Dusty's funeral? I didn't. I, I regret it. Why do you think death seems to come hand in hand with this business? I don't think wrestlers like to deal with the issue of dying. Uh, it's like race car ra drivers. They don't want to go to the hospital. They don't right. want to be around what they may face, you know. Right. And I think the same goes for the wrestling business. But uh, Chris was a de a definitely a talented guy, you know, and uh, except for his issues. And uh, uh, he was definitely a talent, you know. And I've wrestled everybody from Fit Finley to Dave Taylor to... Chris Benoit to, damn, everybody in the business at one time. Look, I'm not, personally, I'm not, uh, probably a message of our show is we don't, we try not to talk about Chris Benoit, right? In because, general. Right. In general, I, you know, yeah. I, I'm sorry I brought it up. No, 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 no. Don't be sorry. Because I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna, cause we had a very interesting things. conversation yes, with Max and you and... Right. The discussion, so I could share with the fans, and I'd like you to weigh in, was about Benoit and Max, who had a pretty look. Sounded like he had a really close relationship with Benoit. He had five months training. He with didn't him. believe yeah. that that was a true reflection of Chris Benoit. That the CTE and whatever took him, and I think I made the comment it didn't matter to me, regardless what right. he did, right. killed his right. wife and child. Right. What did you know about Chris Benoit, and what 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 are your thoughts well, about that whole situation? Well, you know, uh, us stiff guys, you know, uh -huh. we kind of hang out together. Just okay. like me and Max, you know, he's stiff, I was stiff. Right. You know, you can ask anybody if I was stiff, they'll tell you. Call Brian Clark on the phone right now and ask him. Uh, but uh, Adam Baum. Anyway. Adam uh, Baum. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, all us stiff guys kind of hung out together, and... Uh, so my opinion is this terrible thing happened a terrible thing happened but they analyzed his brain and they and his dad did it just to find out what the hell really happened and they said they had too many concussions that you couldn't even count and i've had 12 i know about mm -hmm. probably a couple in japan where mm -hmm. i didn't say nothing that because i didn't want to go home you know, you didn't want to lose your spot on the bus, mm -hmm. you know. And, uh, but, you know, and then there was some other issues going on with Chris, too. Uh, um, I don't think I want to elaborate on that. But, you know, there was uh, there was some uses of different stuff that was happening with Chris. And, uh, well, it's fair to say that. I think it's fair to say that Chris Benoit obviously took either human growth hormones or steroids. Right? I think both. I'm sure he took some sort of amphetamines, sure. yet maybe yeah. some, mm -hmm. you know. He took shit. He took a lot of drugs. He took right? a lot of shit. And right. Probably the mixture probably wasn't a good little deal, considering a couple of concussions. But in the end, is it the business's fault, or is it the love for wanting to succeed in the business? Which it's is the it? love of wanting to succeed in the business, because when he broke his neck, yeah. and I think we talked about this in the back, mm -hmm. uh, I went and worked out with him, and I took my son, and his son played, because I have an autistic son. Okay. Uh, he's 32. Mm -hmm. He works. Uh, you know, he, God bless I mean, he's great great person gotcha great person all my kids are but uh uh 
I really think being in front of the camera makes you think that you it's like okay let's talk about Brett Favre for a second okay you think he should the, went you, to wait Minnesota. a minute you mean the jerk who came to the Jets and screwed us up yeah. and set us back yeah all right go ahead what about him and you know he went to Minnesota yeah went right to the, to the championship game and, yeah but, you know yeah. where somebody should have probably retired when they were on top he should have stayed with the Jets because the next two years they got to the AFC championship game but let's not get into that okay right. Okay. Uh, but, Boy, am I pissed, huh? But at what Green Bay, break. I think he should have got out when he was still at Green Bay. Interesting. Just don't Interesting. keep on striving to be on TV keep, right. and stuff. Right. When you got enough money, obviously. I got you. I got uh, you. To get by. And I think that's kind of what happened with Chris. Is really? That, that maybe in his mindset, after having all them concussions and right. stuff, he still wanted to make that kind of money. You know, right. And I had that co- conversation with him before, you know, where – I like, dude. You just broke your neck. How long before the unfortunate events did you speak to him? Uh, well, when he got back to was it WWE then? Because right? he won the world championship at WrestleMania 20. I mean, he's hit his pinnacle. Did yes. you speak to him right before? And, you know, he was my size. You right. Know? Uh, right. At that a point. pit bull. Yeah. Right. So. And by the way, your size. Yeah, is, he's a pit bull. You're a big dude. Right. You're not, you don't want a small guy. Right. Yeah. No. At my prime, I was probably 248. Mm. What was your last conversation with Chris Benoit, and how long was it before he, unfortunately? Uh, unfortunately, it was like too many years. Okay. Because, you know, we get back to WWE or WWF then, mm-hmm. and, you know, we kind of lose touch, you know. Right. Uh, right. Even though we're we're great friends. Right. Uh, you kind of, you know, once he gets in that position, uh, you kind of lose – touch with each other right so that's what happened with me and chris okay and did you have any interaction with mcmahon after wcw was purchased uh, no i did get an offer to go up there but i you know to me i'm not gonna move my family to connecticut on anybody's word okay you know because Vince so there was never do any... like he does everybody else never Sorry, any Vince, serious but conversations you, you tie it up in the court and until they're broke and then right that's it right you know, so. Right. so sims as an agent what do you feel about the Chris Benoit situation? You knew Nancy, right? Oh, I did too. Yeah, Oof. yeah, and I knew Chris too. Not, not, you know, I've worked I understand. With, worked with him on the in, on the independent circuit when he worked right. the New Jersey. In, in How was he to work with for you? Um, okay. Yeah, easy. Okay. He's cool. He's cool. Like back in the early '90s with him and Sabu and. Right. On, on the Carluzzo shows, and then sure. then, it, then it moved over to ECW, and right. like I was there for that. And but again, know, I, I want I wonder I want to you know we heard Buddy's take on it. I want to hear your take. So here you got a, a very famous professional wrestler's take on it. Now you, I'm asking a pretty popular agent, what's your take on it? I, I, it's it's I, misty water, you know. It really is. It's, uh, the water's kind of. You know, dirty exactly what. I mean, I'll give you my take on it. I'll share it again. I don't really care what situation happened. You killed your child and you killed your wife. It's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. And you know, I was heartbroken. You know, I was heartbroken. I mean, he was he was one of the greatest in ring technicians I've ever seen, and it was absolutely heartbroken as a mark, if you will. It broke my heart, and it still breaks my heart. Well, you know, 
I mean, Bart is a fan. I mean, I know you're a huge fan of The Undertaker, but this is like real life kind of Undertaker. Yeah, it's, it's up there with the OJ thing, except OJ. Kinda, That's fair. OJ's more shocked. Yeah, 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 more famous yeah. about it, like killing your right. the ones you love. Yeah, right. It's just, yeah, it's just. It's so awful. It's a very tricky situation and tough, and tough to talk about because right. it's just. It's just how do you guys feel about there's been talk that, you know, some people feel like put them in the Hall of Fame anyway. What well, say you guys? they take them off the network? That's like, that's like saying I the, think they have. That's like saying put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Whether he did... Well, Pete he, Rose didn't kill anybody. No, no, though. but Let's again, not, but, you know, but he, did, he did a crime, a supposed crime. He did something and, and very he, bad. And he's being punished by right. Major League Baseball. Right. So right. Uh, Chris Benoit did... Supposed crime and it's been right. punished by professional by WWE or right. pro, or professional wrestling. Right. Now it, it's apples and oranges the the the, the crimes, mm-hmm. but the the um, censorship or what what the the banning is you know mm-hmm. it's, it's universal. Mm-hmm. But you tra- you you worked with Chris obviously. Were you pissed when you heard about it? what was your emotions? Oh yeah, I was mad. You had to be angry yeah, and yeah. feeling frustrated. Yeah, and plus I mean, you were friends with Nancy, right? Well, yes, I was friends with it Nancy. It's hard to believe. But Nancy was... used to be with Kevin, you know. Right. I don't know if Kevin brought sure, that up or not. Sure, sure, sure. They, they were together and then, then, you know, it was like an angle deal to start with working and then it fell into a real deal mm-hmm. well uh, can i ask you about that so here you go this is like family right you, you're doing this well, script and he goes in angle and then all of a sudden a relationship starts there how do you as a, a person that knows kevin well knows nancy knows chris how do you feel when about they that? made me the leprechaun uh kevin sullivan jimmy hart that was supposed to be my role against chris benoit mm. i mean me and chris was supposed to go at it okay. so uh, so that's, I mean, that's what made me pissed about the whole situation and, you know, got me thinking maybe something else to it. Uh, but, you know, you're looking at the deal and, and obviously you can't say pinpoint exactly what really happened or, or right. it's no way to justify it. Oh, we, we, and, none of us were there. And, right. uh, you know, and. To know him like I known him, and you know I've seen him do 500 Hindu squats, uh, punishing himself Jeez. from a match where he screwed up, you know, because that come from the dojos in Japan, man. Mm. You remember when he was a Pegasus kid? And sure, all that? sure, sure. I mean that that's coming. So from if the dojo. Benoit made a mistake during a match, he would take it out on himself, yeah. working out physically after that. Dude, this guy. This guy's it's well, yeah, pretty well documented. Like yeah, I, I wasn't like, aware. Buddy, so. when you see something like he, are you thinking, like, mm, something's off with this guy? Or like, oh, this guy's just Well, I did so many squats with people, Hindu squats, you know. Right. I, I probably, I think a couple of times I actually did them with him. So you just <laughs> felt he was disciplined. You weren't thinking anything like this no, guy's taking no, things to No, no, I wasn't thinking. I, I was just thinking, well, what an interesting guy. You know, he's, <laughs> it, well. I'm, a, I'm being honest, okay? Yeah. No, I what, got you. A guy takes his business so seriously yeah. that mm-hmm. he's punishing himself for something that happened in the ring. It may not have been his fault. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's always two or four people involved. In five, well, you got a tag team match, there's five people involved. Right. Referee and right. the four opponents. So. Right. You, you were the trainer at the power plant. Is there any validity? Because we read this all the time. Chris Benoit did an amazing flying headbutt. And do you ah. think that do you think that that move contributed? Oh yes, okay. Definitely. Now we have it from the oh trainer. yes, definitely. That works for me because I heard it from you. Yeah, all right. The thing you is, you time. can't do a move like that and not hurt yourself. Gotcha. I mean, 
people think, oh, well, wrestling's what, fake, right? Right. But you know, the bumps are real. Oh, absolutely. No, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'll just argue this yep. point. Yep. If his head's actually making contact, I'm sure the opponent then is also having contact well, made, right? Well, the shoulders, you know, because yeah. that's where he aimed for. Right. He wouldn't land with his head onto their shoulders. That's not their head being hit. It's his. Yes. So we were talking okay. back with Maybe Max. somebody should have said to themselves, wait a minute. We need to change his finish. Right. Mm. You know, mm. somebody in the business has just said, wait a minute. You know what, though? The promoters probably were like, it looks fucking great. Go with it. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly. They were getting what they is. wanted. Right. Right? Okay. So okay. nobody stepped back from football did you, did you back when you... Terry Bradshaw was playing and everybody else was right. playing and getting hammered Right. when you can't go touch Tom yeah. Brady. Joe Namath getting crippled. Anybody. Yeah. Right. Joe Namath got crippled. But that's so a let's, let's get into this yeah. a little bit. We were talking to Max about in the back about the use of steroids, right, or human growth hormones and drugs. Trying to figure out, like, again, Max was not defending Chris. I don't no. think he was. He was just saying that wasn't the guy he knew. Yeah. But I had asked you if you had taken the gas and, like, what kind of effects that had done for you. Can you well, explain to me what the years. gas did to you? Or I only took it bad. for a few years. And I figured out, you know, hey, I got a family. I got, I got to change my ways, you know. But, you know, I always, you know, I've left hotels because they didn't have a fucking gym. You know, so, right. you know, I mean, I really changed my life, you know, I, you know, because, uh, yeah, I was getting drug tested, you know, so, you know, they was testing me and Bobby Eaton and shit and wasn't testing uh, anybody else that they knew, so, um, that did was. You find, did you find steroids or human growth hormones? I, don't I didn't ever take, take you. Beneficial were, or bad? Were they, were they, did you, you know? find them beneficial? Uh well, I got strong as hell. I mean, I, I was in compressing 405 for 10 reps with no spotter. But I never maxed out because if you got hurt, you didn't get paid. Right. You know, it was, back in that day, there was only the top stars got contracts. The rest of us are independent contractors, you know. So, you know, you have to look at it. And then the, you look at it, hell, I wrestled for 26 years, you know. And I, I was watching, uh, I, I kind of like, American Ninja, you know, because he's different than everybody else. Uh, and then you look at it, and in the same, like, six-man tag, they got four planches out on somebody. I used to do it when I was young. And then I realized I was getting hurt. So I went back to the basics and drilled the basics into them. And then after they learned the basics, then then move on to something a little bit higher. Uh, I was doing it before Cactus Jack was doing it. So... Uh, so I learned at an early age that, hey, you're tearing your body up. So uh, how much longer are you going to go? Like them students, I told them, man, you got, you got to last long enough to get noticed. To get noticed in this business right now, it's virtually impossible. I mean, really, you look at it. Look at Vince, you know, and, uh, and also AEW. And I was, well, speaking of today's wrestler, as a purist as yourself, what do you think of today's wrestling? Like, is eight? Okay, I'll just tell you personally. Okay, I'm I not... wasn't watching. Would they even did a want podcast. you as a trainer today, considering everything is cartwheel city? Well, well, I'll tell you this. The old is new now. Okay. So psychology and showing, okay, the baby fake is a wrestler, but he out-wrestles you. I can still wrestle as a heel. Okay. Why the hell can I? Okay. Okay? But you tell that story in the ring, okay? It gives you a reason to do what? 
cheat behind the referee's back. Everything's done in front of the referee. You can get heat that way. Right. I've changed into a baby face in a mall match because it didn't work. Mm-hmm. wasn't working. The people wasn't reacting like I wanted them to. So uh, I think you can't go all the way back to the 80s, but I think the 80s is new now. Because they've done seen everything else. What are you going to do? Cut his head off with chainsaw cover? And he's right, gonna so you're, you're going to recycle the old skits that yeah. bring them back to the new audience. Right. And I think they're thirsty for that. What about you? I agree. What there about won't you? be no other Dusty Rose. I agree. They, there ain't going to yeah. be nobody with that charisma. Right. right. You know? Hulk uh, Hogan? We'll never see another Hulk Hogan. No. Never. No. I'm going to disagree with both of you there. I think what? Rome, I think never Rome, see another Hulk Hogan. I think Roman Reigns is <laughs> he goes. a very high. Well, you're, you're talking high. about a guy that's got a special circumstance. Roman Reigns I agree. Awesome. I yeah. agree, but I feel like He's if you would have put... Awesome. If you I mean, put look him, at The Rock. Yeah. Right. I mean, look at him. He's a mega star, man. Absolutely. He, right. he absolutely made the Super Bowl this, right. this year. Right. We, we've but always said that. Performance we've always said that. We've always yeah. said that. Anything he did in Hollywood. John Cena you know? was the real le- last great I pro wrestler. I feel like John Cena. I tried we, to get Cena. He sent in a tape to the power plant, and they were like, ugh. No. They didn't like him. And, uh, and I think I, about that. But he brother. lived in, he lived in uh, California then. Right. And to bring him in and. You know, all that stuff, I, I think they thought it was too right. Much. So you actually could have had one of the all-time greats. And who have. stopped you? Yeah. Who stopped you? Office. The Office. Yeah. Wow. I can't name names, but yeah. Office stopped Real quick, Rick B is asking, Eric Sims, are you still involved with the Sheik? Ah. Sheik is currently reti- retired. Can't get him out of the house. Really? Um, I speak to him every so often on the telephone. Uh, but for all intents and purposes, he's done. What does he say to you on the phone? Social security number one and hangs up on you? I mean, oh, Eric, Bubba, how are you? How is family? Hey, guys, how hey, you doing? Greasy, how you just baby. call, just call and check up on you, see how you feel. Oh, right. thank you, Eric, Bubba. Oh, good, good. Not you doing so, anything. Wow. Buddy, Buddy Lee brings up a great point. Old is new. So as an old, look, with respect, as an older agent, do you feel these young guys nipping at your heels right now? Do you feel like that you're becoming a dinosaur in this in this agency stuff? You got to go with the as as much as I'm old school. You have to go with the trend, and the trend is you know the newer the newer talent, right? Because the older talents are either going to retire or die eventually, right. right? You know, so you know once they're gone, or not they, show up on a Friday flight. Exactly. <laughs> How hard is it for you to get relevant talent so, in, the, in the in the current generation? How hard is it for you to you know get guys that are hot now? I mean, is well, I think like, the I think the bigger question, Jimmy, is this: is like that? he is these younger guys? They're willing to like throw the house at you know trying to well, make the cash uh, well, and like you know with the, with the pandemic, the, you know, uh, you know people t- like want to raise their prices uh, and with. With it being hot and special, like eighty-eight people want the AEW talent, and they're you know everybody you know that that means anything is um, uh, has an agent and they want like top dollar, and you know it's hard to it's hard to um, it's sometimes hard to compete with that because they, you know it's just the risk ain't worth the reward. Well, or maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe uh, we talked to a guy that had all the newer talent, right, today. Uh-huh. And he's paying top money to get that talent, you know. But at a cost of 
of you and other promotions or other promoters, uh, are you willing to take that chance to pay that top dollar? Well, okay. Am I am I am I willing to let you know willing to lose or risk five thousand dollars in hopes to make you know seventy five to ten or right. whatever right. whatever whatever on right. on a talent? I'd, I'd rather I'd rather risk five hundred to make seven fifty or a thousand. Right. It, you know, I could walk. Away, I can walk away from a five hundred dollar loss. I can't walk away from a five thousand dollars. Right. Then why do we're not mortgaging our house to get the undertaker? Why do it? Why do it yeah. at all? What's the point? Sometimes you got to take a risk. Sometimes you take right. chances. It's calculated. I, I take calcu- yeah. I take calculated chances. You, you know, I you know. Can I ask a question? Does the WWE allow their um, the wrestlers, performers to, uh, you know, to have like, no. side representation. That's the new company, no, well, actually, right? no, well, no, that's uh, not true because now. What was the name? That he's got it right here. Now, uh, Fitterman Sports. There it is. Mm-hmm. Fitterman. Fitterman Sports, and it's all over the news. Yeah. Just spent a lot of money and as the new, is a new uh, partnering agent for uh, for uh, public appearances with the WWE wrestlers. I didn't know that. So that, that, that just, just that came, just came broke. In. Eric, how does that affect you? Is that, is that going to affect you at all, or probably not? I didn't. Th- okay. No, no. Okay. I, well, I mean, right. he's 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 brokering out the contracted talent. Right. I tend not to touch contracted talent. Right. Because and well, at one things, time Vince wouldn't allow that. But does that well, include yeah. AEW, Eric? Well, by the way, well, I he's mean, not, he's not AEW. Is it just WWF? That's kind of like, WWE. It's, it's that's kind of like he just has a WWE contract. Okay. But again, when you're dealing with a contracted talent, WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, right. uh, TNA, Impact, et cetera, you know, whatever, right. you, one, you run the risk of them pulling your talent for whatever reason they want, uh, and two, the price gets jacked up. Okay. Now, obviously they're hotter on TV, obviously they're worth a little bit more, but are they worth that much more? Right. I don't know. Do they think they're worth that much more? Do they charge you or attempt to charge you exorbitant amounts with the coming sure. down? I don't know if it's them or if it's their if it's the the new agents that they have or the big agencies that they they're dealing with that you know, want to charge it like the football players get right. or the baseball players. Not right. on that level, but like on wrestling level. So right. if a person was used to be a thousand bucks, now he's five thousand dollars. That's uh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a you know, especially for someone who's using them, for, you know, years and years and years. You know, I want I want to be grandfathered in. I want the grandfather price. So, right. buddy, let me ask you this: yeah. In today's, is it fair for me to say that wrestling? Is kind of a dying sport, right? It's not back in the day where we, was, we had 10 million people watching it. It's probably to a, a, a class of like 2 million people. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, it ain't like Japan. When I went to Japan, you know, Stan Hansen, Dr. Death, Steve Williams, Terry Gordy, and all of them guys, you know. And by the way, it ain't nothing like seeing Stan Hansen pull off them glasses and pull that arm sleeve up to give you a clothesline. You're going, is he going to kill me? <laughs> You know, <laughs> really, because he, he, he can't see you. He can't see you, so he's probably going to kill you. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, thank, <laughs> thank goodness I, won't, I wasn't on that end, but I got plenty from uh, Steve Williams and Terry Gordy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, maybe in the States it is a little bit. I don't know. You mm. know, it's a wait to see 
stuff, right? You know, it's funny, though. We, we worry about the state of pro wrestling, and it's still getting one to two million viewers every week. So what the hell are we really worrying about? Well, it's not, really, if you yeah. think about it. It's I'm not, serious, it's though. Not, That's it's, one it's, to two million. It's, it's not a huge amount for the it's way it used well, to be. It's on Monday. Tuesday, right. Wednesday, what you, but Friday, that's 20 years periodic ago Saturdays I mean, and Sundays. Too on much saturation. Right. I agree with that. So that you can get your foot on you, I guess my question to you, buddy, is did you ever think, though, that signings would be as strong as they are? Because No, I would have never thought that in a million years. Well, hasn't that worked out well? Yeah, that's worked <laughs> yeah. out great for everybody. Even for somebody that ain't been in the wrestling business. Well, right. Which sure infuriates go. me when I see them selling merchandise. Well, right. back back <laughs> in the day, that didn't exist. Now, right. that, that's a, that's the new medium. Right. But what I'm saying, right. it, it's, it's funny, the fact that there's... Look, two million people is a lot of people. I get it. They're watching wrestling. That's a core audience, right? But... These signings, I mean, everywhere you go, there's like, a, you know, thousands and thousands of people showing up. You can't have enough autographs of Buddy Lee Parker. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, who would this ever This guy think? made me sign a lot of autographs, by Did the way. Did he really? Yeah, oh my God. Pre- oh, yeah, pre-mortem man. preparation, I'm sorry. <laughs> pre-mortem. Once again, wow, buddy. I'd like to think remind you. That. He's waiting. He's just waiting. And the best part is there's a checkers meal waiting for you. Checkers. Uh, well, good. Yeah. I'll take anything I get. If he happens to, if he happens to die on Monday or Tuesday after he goes home, okay, I've done my job. Well, it's on the air now. Okay, we got it on the air. He's publicly so he don't uh, give a rat's ass. That's rough. That's rough, Eric. So Bart, I ask you this question, (laughs) right? You've got this uh, aspiring bandit that makes this great music. Who's that? Oh, that's us, right? So, but uh, being an older guy, do you think that kind of shuts you guys out of? The possibility. Oh, you mean like don't tell the truth, Bart. Rock say yes. and roll and whatever music yeah. is. We're too old to rock and roll, like Ian Anderson. Well, said. you know, it's just yeah. like who says that? I listen to ACDC from all the Tull. time. Shit. Well, well, Metallica. <laughs> you know, you I'm go. from the '80s. Are you, shit. Asking, are, you, are you saying there's like some sort of like ageism? Like ageism? You know, Wait a minute! I, I, I hear no, a guy no, in Queens. Rock, rock and roll. No, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that you know, we, you know, we're talking about a whole bunch of different subjects, but. As being an older person, right? Do you feel that Who's you're older? kind of pigeonholed and the, the opportunities over. are least? Who's are older? Available? No, I'm. Uh, I, I think that uh, you know media consumption is always looking for those uh, the young the young hotties and all well, I sure. see is these Disney girls and. Yeah. But you know, people who actually listen to music. Uh, I think me and Jimmy have like gone with fine wine. You know, we don't look too uh, horrible. At least. Uh, <laughs> I think, we're, I think we're hanging the in there. By the way, I, gotta, I do have to say something. This couch is really, really comfortable. Like, it's like, <laughs> hey, Bart, by the are way, you going to go uh, nappy? Question out there. Point no, I think, I, think, I think we got, yes, I got a lot to give. If you five minutes, minutes earlier, you would have been asleep. I got the heart of like the Bart, 20-year-old. ESO wants to know who carries the band. Don't, Bart, carries don't the feed into him. He's that, looking it for says it right there. Ask Bart. Who carries the band? I can't wait for I'm this. You're the star of the band. Just to be honest, just to say, I'm the band. Bart, don't fall I'm for the these guys. The don't fall for these guys. Bart. Honestly, uh, you know, I'm going to give you the answer that you all expect. We're a partnership. It's like you know. Thank you. We're yeah, but you're better. I mean, I mean, you're better, right? We we have like yeah, I don't know. Look at Steve. Am you're, I better? You're, you're, you're hey, better. Hey, don't try to wiggle out of it now. I'm going to make you do squats right here. What is going on? You carry him to be. It's like a tag. What he is today. You know, it's like a tag team that just endures. You know, and like, 
Like, you know, some of these nice tag teams try, Eric. nothing. Go ahead. Some of these tag teams are nothing without their partner. Isn't that yeah. true? Yeah. And, yeah you know, so they got to yeah. have it's Actually, there might be nice. something without their partners, and that's why Vincent separates them, and one goes off yeah. to success. Yeah. The other, yeah. the other that's why you leave them. Demolition to fuck alone. This is Axe right, Smash. Right. Quit starting trouble. How about, how about the, the Rockers? Shawn Michaels, the hottest thing in wrestling. I will say this, though. Poor Marty. Oi. You know, we, we've been doing it for a while, and you can't force like things like harmony and vocals and stuff. When we do it, it's just natural. You see that, Mike? Take... We tried it. It didn't work. It didn't work. It you know? And was he a solo? He is so creative. What are you going after? What are you guys doing over there? Buddy, and we will be playing on the show Buddy, one let time. me ask you something. Was Eric Bischoff the right guy for WCW? Oh, he had to. Uh, was it just he was better than Vince Russo. Okay, Vince... Uh, Russo was a double agent. He wasn't your bro? Wait a minute, hold on. No. Hold on. He was a Please double explain agent. the difference. Vince sent was... him over to screw WCW. Right. What? There you go. Seriously. They, I uh, think so. Explain really? it. Because he's going to turn Bill Goldberg heel. Yeah. When he's the hottest that, baby face ever. That was we're going. Bad. We're going too that fast. That was bad. So no, Bischoff, that was bad. Bischoff set it up, but do you think his... his his advancements were purely due to the NWO, or do you think it was because Bischoff knew what he was doing? Uh, that's murky water there. I don't, I don't know which is which is the right answer for I that. I think Bischoff knew what he was doing, but he started to falter, and then Vince sent Vince Russo over there to fucking sink the ship. What do you think? I think so. There you go. There it is. Oh, there you go. Buddy Lee interviewing the Pharaoh. Hey, uh, hey. He wow. agreed with me. That's what you what? told me to do. He's agreed you with me. Really you want me to go think... back to this sandwich and I'm why, yelling at you, you again? Why do you say that? Because Vince, Vince Russo just turned it upside down or what? Well, you know, I mean, you're going to take your hottest baby face ever and turn him fucking heel. He's got arrested. If it's not fucking broke, go fix it. That, he though. got I arrested never, for never, stalking I've never Elizabeth. heard that story. That horrible. What, what yeah. happened there? Why was that, that? Why was that being set up like that? Yeah, why did they turn Goldberg? I have, well, that was Vince Russo that oh, made why? that decision. Well, who the fuck says he was right? Did you call him? I didn't say like, he was hey, right. My, I got along with him. This is my student. What the fuck are you doing to him? Oh, I you mean, know, at that point, they wouldn't listen to shit I got. So, oh, boy. You know, the they, rails were just... They just didn't care. Done. Nobody cared. You know, it's, and that's unfortunate because, you know, uh, and then he comes, makes a big comeback, right? Uh, you know, now look at him. But uh, I wish I could move to, from... California to Texas over gun laws, there you go. <laughs> but there in you more go. more places to put my cars. Uh, but uh, I ain't faulting Bill for what he's made. You know. What was your thoughts when Bill Demont fell from Grace at NXT? I mean, you had worked with him. You know, he's yeah, a trainer. Yeah, I mean, and then he worked for Jody. Yeah. What know? was your thoughts when he went down? I mean, Man, I tell you what, Jody or... invited me to come down because they wanted to do some night classes. And I walked through the door. You could hear crackers. Okay. Uh, one guy rolling up the mat, everybody else standing around. I was like, what the fuck? This ain't how it's supposed to happen. I made everybody tear down the ring and put it on the truck and learn how to build it. And I had set it up because that's part of the deal. You, okay. you got to know every aspect. Because right. eventually I was in production. I was building rings. I was... Hell, I come up with a deal for the giant fusion cables together because it get fuckers got get bigger. Did Demont learn from you to train? I mean, what was? Oh, the- uh, uh, I'm friends with Bill. Okay, we're okay. on the green room together. I don't okay. know if y'all know about that, but I mean, bad rap for him at the end of the day, or no? Yeah, 
Absolutely, okay. because, right. you know, if you let your students run the asylum, there's nobody can win. Well, hold is somebody uh, accountable for their actions? And it ain't up to the fucking student to make that decision. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, I think you got a bad rap. Uh, I think a little bit he was trying to be me. <laughs> but, okay. you know, all my shit was real. <laughs> you right. know, right. I didn't had you know, like I told them in the back, I even had Paul Orndorff come down one time. And he goes, how'd you arrange that? I said, I didn't arrange shit. That happens every tryout. Mm. You know, that's, you know, people well, fall out, people drop to down. Be fair, to be fair to Bill, you were pre-PC era, and he fell into that PC era when everything changed on him. Yeah. He didn't check and adjust. So you're right. He tried to be you in the wrong time, and it wasn't going to fall. It, it didn't fit. There's yeah. a, ra- a wrong era for that to happen. Right. What, right. what wrestler made you want to become a professional wrestler? I believe it or not, uh, Mr. Wrestling 2. Mr. Wrestling 2. And, and Jody. I, I mean, I used to, my grandfather's got me going. We used to go down to uh, Griffin, Georgia's the Omni. They run that in the afternoons and run the Omni at night. And I've wrestled in the Omni, thank God. Nice. Uh, but uh, 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 he's actually the one who got me started about seven years old. And I'll tell you what, me and my wife didn't go out on a date to 8.05 when the Devil Georgia Championship Wrestling didn't go, went on. as bad as you. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, thanks to Ole Anderson for sending me to Jody, you know. Wait, you're thanking Ole Anderson? You're yes. the first one. Everybody yeah. bitches about Ole. Is he Everybody was... bitches about Ole. Everybody. Ole used you if you could work. He fired a Samoan SWAT team and put us on the road for three weeks with the fucking Steiners. Mm. You don't think we didn't hammer them? Because they're going to hammer the fuck out of us. We right. might as well get our shit in. Right. We right. beat them up with the damn night six out behind the referee's back. Did you get our heat every night? So Ole gets a bad rap, too, then, in your opinion. Well, yeah. Boy, oh, boy, does he get a bad Sims, rap. who made Ooh. you want to be an agent? Oh. Wow. You know, I was trying to find my way in the business, and I... You know, I promoted, I sold merchandise, I tried my hand at refereeing. Then I just decided, hey, you know, I got these contacts. Let me start booking, let me just see if I can book guys for appearances. And it just, you know, it just flourished. And I just built built on that because I found I was good at it. And, you know, and there's a lot to being an agent. It's just not calling the guy, showing up. It's the, you know, all, you see the finished product. I show up with the talent. That's the finished product. You don't know what I have to do to get there. And it's, it's, all, it's all the customer service. Yes, that's what he said to me the other day in, in the car. And I went, hmm, he's damn right. Yeah. Did Abdullah ever get his check? <laughs> we don't he's know if Abdullah ever got his check, come to think about it. Who the fuck are you? I'm sitting next to you. I'm sitting next to you. Bart, don't take any shit from this guy. Okay? He's a cheap fuck and he pays for checkers. I'm like the third Monty and the Pharaoh. You sing a song for the show. Bart, who made you? You're asking me a fucking wrestling question. Let me fucking answer the wrestling question. Yeah, did you pay Abdullah? Who the fuck are you? I'm the guy interviewing you, you fuck. Who, who? I ain't heard of Abdul's name in a while. Abdul was paid. Who All right, order of the court. Made you want to be a, uh, a, a wrestler? A, a, sorry, an artist. <laughs> you know, it's a, without being boring, I mean, I, I discovered music way, like, 
first and second grade and the Beatles and okay. all that stuff and just watching that. Uh, oh, I want to hang. Seeing them, now. seeing them on the stage, <laughs> yeah, like with the guitar. I was like, I just want to fucking hang myself now. Yeah. Uh, the Beatles. Well, you know what, Eric will appreciate. Tell us how it took a year for you to land at Wisteria Hall, Eddie Kramer. From oh, Led yeah, Zeppelin see, and Jimmy fucking Hendrix, because you're the guy who brought him to us, so you can tell him that. Yeah, we chase these guys. Don't hang yourself, Eric. This will be quick. Guys, they've heard our music. They they love it, just like all these Monty and Farrell fans. And you know, if Erickson's um, oh, he's sitting here sleeping. Boy, if he's like, trying to wake he's, him up, he's he's, he's, he's talking and that's putting me to sleep. Even nah, more. you've been sleeping the whole time. You know what? You know what? And your client said you've been sleeping the whole time. So shut the fuck yeah, up yeah, and fall the fuck asleep. By the way, when we're editing the reduced version of the show, we're gonna catch that sleeping. You have to put that on because that's the fucking highlight of the show. Jimmy, I'm gonna focus in on. Him sleeping. Me we fucking, the absolutely. Okay. We'll put him in black and white like we I'm always do. To stay awake. We yeah. Buddy, take him to the training center. Teach him how to stay right. awake. Yeah. Well, I, I, I tried to get. He did some squats today. I did my squats I, he surprised the shit out of me. You did squats? Yeah. I did wow. my fucking squat. I did my squat. Fucking squat! Alright, so buddy, buddy, last right. last question yeah. before we let's cut out. Let's get Mr. Mysterio home. No, 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 no. no. Let's Rumor. Listen, can I get a hold of those I have to do some fucking squat. Let's get a you know I'm sure I'm you get a lot We're of interview value. requests from what the rumors have, but we love to talk about this guy on our show once in a while. Hannibal, from what Who? I understand, is requesting Now Eric is getting very sleepy. Has Hannibal. expected you to That's come great. on his show numerous times, and you've no-showed him. What's the deal with that? <laughs> what? What? First time I've heard this shit. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I've been told. He's no-showed. Ha- You've done yourself right, by the way. Well, but please contact I'm- Eric Sims if you want interviews or anything to do with Buddy Lee Parker. Thank you. That'll take care of that. He can take care of that. settles that. Settle pictures or anything that you want. He's yeah. got plenty of yeah. them. And Eric promises to be wide awake for your phone. If you want to book Buddy Lee Parker, contact <laughs> ESS. All right. So real quick, buddy, to the fans out there, tell them what they mean to you. and yeah. Well, they mean say. everything to every wrestler, you know, because without the fans, we would all be shit. There you so, go. Uh, mm-hmm. Truly, the fans is what drives us to do the crazy shit that we do. You know, uh, I've done every kind of fu- freaking move off the top rope and everything. And uh, but yeah, I've I've loved my run. I, I'm love. Uh, hell, I got fired up again Friday when I was training them kids. I damn all of them sudden up taking arm drags and fucking showing them stuff and stuff. That's what makes me excited about the business. I'm trying to give back. A little bit of something, you know, mm-hmm. and and guide them in the right way. Because if we, as a wrestler, if I don't give back, who's going to give back? Right. Really. Right. Think about that. Who's actually going to take the time to give back mm. to wrestling? So it rolls over to the future. So the future has a chance to keep on going. Because if you don't give back, then... I'm a shitty fucking person. Mm. 
I feel I feel the same way. Now I'm not a wrestler, so I can't do what he does. But for the agenting, being an agent, mm-hmm. and with the new crop of agents coming in, you know, I know my time's coming soon. I, you know, so it's my time, my job to see get the next generation ready. And right. you know, whether directly or indirectly, you know, most a lot of people watch how I do it and uh, taking my model and just and they're doing it and whatever whatever they can learn from me what either directly or indirectly you know hopefully it rubs off on them and you know so right. you've you right. you've you've paid it forward and you're you're building a new crop how about you bart i just think that eric's doing the lord's work you know what i mean mentoring all these young agents the future yeah well we got to have conventions yes, down the yeah, road they, they, i mean honestly yeah, i feel like what eric described it and what buddy described is what we're doing with rock and roll exactly. i mean we're Keeping trying to pass alive. it on to the next generation we are, which exactly. hopefully you love it and uh thank you for liking it that's that's pretty much exactly. it you leave behind the good that you can you know, you know? Like, so like you said a long time ago you know you gotta have these songs to leave behind and people right. could hear them right way after i'm gone right Long after I'm yeah. bitching and complaining, the songs will still be here, just that's, like that's your bodies of work will still be here. Time. Right. I don't Thank see you, you dying man. anytime soon. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Man. You too. Less, less Eric falls on you. All right, well, I want to thank you guys for joining us. This has been the end of the marathon. But wow. really, on a we wrestling end, wow. fans love you. We want to thank, thank you for you, Thank you, you very much. You, thank Eric, you for having me. Eric, you know I'm how sorry you... about the sandwich situation earlier. You scared me. I just had to figure out what the me. fuck is going me. on. Did you eat his sandwich? No. Now, you know what I respect about this guy? What? Really, what? seriously, I was, play, I was playing around with Eric's uh, vice president of operations. Okay. Um, she's cool, but next. All right, so. Okay. He's a fucking rock star. Show a little respect. She's a fucking rock star. So, she's anyway, a fucking rock star. I was talking Dude, to the she bike. licked my sandwich. Let's not get into it. Hey! She don't look anybody's sandwich. She I was, I was talking to no, she doesn't look anybody's sandwich. Eric's yeah. president of okay. operations. I was yeah. talking about Buddy Lee's photos, <laughs> kidding around with her. I think yeah. Buddy thought that I said something, but which is great. What did, is, you, what did you think? It doesn't matter. I come Here's in here and confronted him. Right. Here's the point. This is a real man. Yeah. Well, Instead of him that. sitting behind, he came up. He goes, is there a problem? Like, straight <laughs> oh, up. Shit, buddy. And I'm like, no, man. What are you talking about? He's like, what? oh. That's what fucking men do. That's what, what men do. I like I hiding behind no women. Wait a minute, bro. I I'm agree, brother. I appreciate oh, that yeah. because that's, wait, address it head on. Find out and what the I issue is. And then I said, we're cool. And then I said, oh, man, I wasn't talking to you. I'm eating my sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I had to come. I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Wow. So I'm going to confront him. Hey, I'm a guy just like every fucking body else. And if I don't carry my shit up with a belt and fucking whatever, which I've had it my ass many a times, but, uh, you know, you got, especially in the wrestling business, if you don't stand up for yourself, yeah. who the fuck you think's going to yeah. stand up for you? Nobody. You, you realize that, you know, my partner has always said we should have been wrestlers. This guy would have been training us. No, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. You think that would have worked out for us? Bart. What I, are I would, you turning over it. to the I new like group of musicians? It. What do you think Wisteria Hall is leaving in its place? Yeah, as Jimmy was saying earlier, we're leaving um, rock, original rock, so the rock isn't dead. You don't hear much of that. Yeah, on the radio. long live rock, please. You know, harmonies, good original rock, uh, a little less boring than um, the way I'm sounding right now. But I'm going to tell you this right now. <laughs> Total <laughs> fucking bore. Hey, you put me in a fucking sleep. Have hilarious. some fucking energy when you talk about your about your. Dude, you were sleeping before you shut down. I think he's down. the fucking star of the thing. He at least has fucking energy oh and charisma. Of course he does. At least he has fucking charisma. Rough. Listen, 
To every yeah. Simon, there's a golf uncle here. and vice versa. I'm very comfortable. I, I will with him. say this, but I appreciate buddy, your, you know. If I wake up buddy. tomorrow and I find out that maybe you have killed yourself, what? I understand what? why, <laughs> and you are well, forgiven. <laughs> What, did he have to sit on this show with us? Wait a second. Buddy cannot kill himself until after we go to the to the, to the wrestling collector tomorrow fuck? in Stockholm, New, New Jersey. Hey, we're appearing for 11 years. So something happens to me next Dude, week. Don't go. He's yeah. making it sound like you. Eric. He's making it sound like you shouldn't we're go We're going to be at the wrestling collector tomorrow in Stockholm, New Jersey on round 15. And from 11 to 2, along with Man Mountain Rock, Kevin Sullivan, yeah. and Outback yeah. Jack. Yeah. And not a swim. With, all, with uh. all being said, Bart, thank you for the wonderful music you created. Yes. Thank you, Bart, man. www.esspromotions.com oh for all the latest in ES. Shy, aren't okay. you? Listen, man, the stereo hall right here. I'm the, By the way, Beetle. you got to stand on the choir. Maria Davis Beetle. says out there today, please sit down before you fart. Okay, that's Who? what she said. Who's saying that? Maria Davis. Maria Davis is right. On the other all note. Right. Buddy, thank you. Thank yes. you. It's an honor thank you. for the show to have a pleasure with someone show. like yourself on this show. I appreciate You're an icon it. in the sport. You've made a difference. you made a difference in everybody's lives. And again, thank you thank very you. much. And thank you, ESS, for thank bringing you. this Thanks, gentleman in here. My pleasure. With that, this has been Monty and the Pharaoh. And despite drinking five bottles of wine, we've made it. Until next Thursday. Later. <laughs>